Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another little bite-sized political podcast on a, a very uh, wintry Friday. Hope it finds you well. Let me ask you a simple question. Is it Britain if there are no British? Simple question. You could apply that equally. Is it Ireland if there's no Irish? What happens to a country when parts of it no longer have any discernible trace of the indigenous host population. Now, what's brought this to mind is I've put up on my Twitter uh, in recent days a number of uh, videos which uh, are quite distressing at one level. Uh, there is one I put up, for example, of a part of Birmingham. And it showed basically, uh, you know, people, uh, gangs fighting in the streets, uh, cars driving up in footpaths, all kinds of, uh, you know, feral behavior, uh, to put it, you know, in the mildest terms possible. And the, the, it has to be said that if Birmingham is, of course, the second city in the UK, it is uh, very diverse. It's got the diversity that apparently is our strength. But when we look at this and when we look at cities like London as well, we look at the areas where there's the highest level of uh uh, you know, uh, ethnics, uh, non-British, non-white British ethnicities, and we see behaviours which are pretty deplorable. Uh, I saw someone else put up a stat that I think it was possibly Bradford, where there's parts of Bradford which are 95% non-white British. Now, people will say, look, David, you're getting, you, you misunderstand this one. These people are as British as you and I. They might have different skin colours, but they are British through and through. Well, yeah, maybe, but there's a couple of things to be said. I, I'm not, it's not really their skin colour that I couldn't care less really what their skin colour is. What I'm wondering about is, do they have loyalties, for example, to this United Kingdom? Do they believe in our pluralist values of this United Kingdom? Do they have religious tolerance? towards others, as we do in this United Kingdom. You see, I put out another uh, comment today, which I wonder what you think of. I, 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 you know, it's, I, I think that tolerance is sometimes mistaken for weakness. And by tolerating too much, others see us as very weak. They certainly wouldn't tolerate the sort of behavior they get up to in our country back in their, in many instances, the countries that they come in, they, they come from. They wouldn't tolerate it for a second, but they see us tolerating it and they think, well, the British are pretty weak. The British will accept us doing what we want. So we will go to Britain and we will build our own separate communities. And that's really the point I'm making here. I don't think I think you can have multi multiple ethnicity because that's not a problem for me. But I don't think you can have multiculturalism. Multiculturalism uh, essentially uh, divides schisms and corrupts the host culture. That's the way it works. So I oppose multiculturalism and I'm happy with multi-ethnicities. So if we have people in this country of all kinds of skin color and they have their loyalty to our, our, our shared national values, our laws, they have to respect our laws, not their laws, you know, not their religious laws. No, no, no. no our laws. They live in our country. Then, then that's fine. That's okay. But if they don't, then it's a problem. And the thing is that this has been festering and festering and festering. 
parts of the United Kingdom. I remember it years ago, back in about 2015 or 16, Katie Hopkins went to a particular uh, town, which was, I think it was 98% or 99% non-white. How did that happen? Well, again, people will say, well, why are you so obsessed about skin color? But this, up until the 1960s in particular, this country was you know, 99% white. Um, in the space of uh, a generation, that's changing dramatically, which makes me wonder what it'll be like in a couple of generations' time. You know, will we have a, an integrated country when there are swathes that seem to uh, not accept laws, who, who seem to be, in some instances, quite violent um, within their own communities? I'm not talking about to necessarily the uh, indigenous British community. Um, and, and, and is that a good thing or not? Well, of course, if you even try to talk about these topics in a serious way, you are instantly branded a racist and a bigot and uh, an Islamophobe uh, and any other kind of phobe that you can think of. Because uh, there are certain people uh, who don't want a discussion on this one because I think they fear the fact that the average British person who I think is pretty reasonable, pretty well balanced, pretty accommodating, uh, sees what's going on. They really don't like it. They certainly sure as hell is not what they've ever voted for. And they see now that their societies and their communities are being overwhelmed and destroyed and they don't like it. So they just want to shut the debate down. I think that's unhealthy. I think we need to have discussion and we need to have debate. If this massive demographic replacement is a good idea, then surely if we could discuss it, the people in favour of, of it can explain why this is. But certainly when I look at places like Small Heath in Birmingham, uh, I see something that's pretty horrific. And I don't think it's the only place where this is going on. The media won't cover about it. The independent media do. And people like myself want to talk about it. We believe in discussion and debate. And I hope you do too. So thank you very much for listening. Catch up with you real soon.